0: 2020 bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au Well as you know, last Saturday in Melbourne was the March for the Babies. It's uh, been a number of years now since the beginning of this March and it's become quite a tradition. And this year, the biggest turnout yet for the March for the Babies, which might give you an indicator that there is a groundswell growing of interest in this particular topic, the whole pro-life focus on protecting the unborn. Well, someone who was there at the March for the Babies, Bill Muhlenberg from Culture Watch. And Bill, you've been blogging a little about the March. You were there and uh, some very disturbing things that came to mind when you saw some of the signs and the banners.
1: Yes, absolutely. Yes, I was there as I try to be every year. It's been held since 2008 when Victoria passed its infamous abortion laws, probably the most liberalized in the world. So every year we march to see these horrible laws overturned. In Victoria, 20,000 babies are killed a year, Australia-wide 100,000. So a cause that every single Christian, certainly, but anybody who's concerned about uh innocent life the protection of babies uh should be there so yep i was there again and as usual the renter crowd was there the usual suspects the nihilists and the anarchists and the socialists and the homosexual lobby and the pro death uh, camp were all there and yeah some of the signs alone just tell you what we're up against i mean As we know as Christians, we have ultimately a spiritual battle that we're dealing with. It manifests itself on Earth, and we saw some real demonic, satanic uh, uh, disturbances here. That's for sure, the way the crowds wanted to attack us, Uh, and it was only because of police there that we were protected. But the signs alone, um, one of them said the only good baby is a dead baby, which is just mind-boggling. Another one had The Devil Is My Boyfriend. Uh, another one had uh, Cory Bernardi, The Senator Is A Failed Abortion. Uh, just some very ugly and very vile, and you can only describe it, some very demonic uh, thoughts here. A lot of very hurting people, a lot of messed up people, sadly, who who actually exalt and are happy to talk about killing babies. In fact, one had a sign to that effect. I had an abortion, and I'm proud of it, or something like that, and happy about it. So uh, it's a culture of death, and uh, it was sadly reflected in some of the signs.
0: Bill, last year there were clashes and violence and mm. there were people hurt and yeah. uh, the police presence last year wasn't the same as it was this year and this year I guess you're glad there was a very strong police presence and 7,000 marches is actually uh, a significant increase on previous years too. Does that mean that the issue is cutting through some of the understanding and and and, uh, and, and pricking the conscience of a lot more Christian believers?
1: Well, hopefully that's the case, and hopefully it'll happen more. Mind you, I'm of the opinion we should have easily had 70,000 there on Saturday. I mean, how many Christians alone do we have in Melbourne? Uh, You know, at least 100,000, maybe a million. Who knows how many exactly there are just in Melbourne in the immediate area. So in some ways, 7,000 is nearly not enough. We uh, should have every single person who names the name of Christ taking this as one of the most important moral issues of our day just as Wilberforce fought the slave trade 200 years ago and mobilized Christians to stand up for innocent black people. Today we need to stand up for innocent unborn people who are being slaughtered uh, all over the place in the millions around the world. So, yes, last year the police presence, unfortunately, wasn't very good. Uh, A lot of people were attacked, including elderly people, pushed down and kicked and things thrown at us. It was pretty ugly. So a lot of us uh, did complain, and you have to do both. A lot of us prayed, and a lot of us wrote letters. So 200 letters of complaint went into the police. About a week before this year's march, we all received a two-page letter back from the police apologizing, saying, yep, we got it wrong, we shouldn't have uh, allowed that to happen, we're very sorry, we will make sure it doesn't happen again this year. And that sure was the case. Boy, oh, boy. There's <laughs> probably 150 police at least, some on horseback. And they kept us safe and protected the whole time. As I say, the uh, protesters wanted to try to run at us and attack us, but the police kept uh, kept protecting us and uh, keeping them from charging at us. So it was a great uh, difference from uh, last year. So we're very grateful to the Victorian police. And that shows two things. One, the power of prayer, but, of course, the power of raising your voices, speaking out when you need to. And in this case, the police responded
0: well, Bill, it's almost a week ago now since the march yep. and there's been media coverage mm. and you've seen and monitored some of that coverage. Yep. Has the media coverage been in favour of the pro-life marchers or have they been cautious about how they've
1: been reporting it? Uh, well, as usual, the mainstream media is, uh, well, we know the mainstream media is uh, overwhelmingly secular left. So they always tend to side with the other uh, side on any number of issues so you know even just the way they report reported you know they'll say well uh, a couple thousand people showed up today well a couple thousand is a big cry from seven thousand so simply having a low number count for the pro-lifers and then beefing up the numbers from the other side that's one way the media can manipulate and lie about the issue another uh thing i noticed was the number of the you know 6 o'clock news coverage uh, was, you know, it was the idea that we were both at each other's throats, that we were attacking them and they were attacking us. Of course, there was nothing like this at all. We were peacefully, legally marching, singing hymns and praying and uh, loving God and loving babies. And it was the other side trying to provoke us, trying to attack us, constantly screaming and shouting, beating on drums, having loudspeakers to drown out and shut down our meeting. So uh, it was all one-way traffic and yet the way the media often presented it it was as if we were attacking each other. So sadly, uh, well, that's why I wrote up the the march on my own website because we need to get some more accurate uh, presentation of what happened instead of the uh, very biased uh, media version of events.
0: Well, your latest blog is entitled When Love and Hate Collide. You're talking about a love-versus-hate clash here in Australia, and they're right in the heart of Melbourne, a light-versus-darkness struggle. Uh, That's a very big contrast.
1: Mm. Well, anyone who was there could see that contrast firsthand. Uh, Again, peaceful, loving uh, grandmothers and people with young children walking, singing hymns. Uh, praying, uh, standing up for the most vulnerable, our own uh, innocent babies, versus uh, a screaming, violent, hate-filled crowd who just, you know, it really was a uh, manifestation of the demonic. Everybody could see that. It was so shocking to behold. So, yeah, the contrast couldn't be greater, and the lies as well between, you know, truth and lies, that was a great contrast. There was even a uh, some from the other side handing out pamphlets, which attacked me and a few of the other politicians, claiming we were white supremacists and racists, and uh, just mind-boggling. They'll lie about anything, make up anything to discredit you, and instead of dealing with facts and arguments, they simply resort to name-calling and telling lies. So, uh, again, the contrast between God God. In truth, and love, and light, and the enemy with darkness, and falsehood, and anger, and hate, uh, you certainly got that uh, pretty clearly contrasted on the day.
0: Well, when you consider those signs, just to remind listeners of one of the signs that you saw, the only good baby is a dead baby, mm. uh, you cannot help but be disturbed by that. And uh, when you bring into that the Christian position on life. uh, Mm. Because we're created in the image of God, we are valuable. And Mm. uh, even children, right back to conception in a mother's womb, we are equally as valuable. This Mm. is one of the things, isn't it? As Christians, we have a high value of life.
1: Absolutely. And that, again, is another uh, strong contrast with those who don't know the Lord. In fact, there's a proverb that says exactly this. It says, all those who hate me, that is God, love death. So if you hate God, uh, the Bible says you love death. And that was uh, very apparent uh, out there on Saturday. Uh, Again, most of these people would be atheists and so on. And they, they certainly hate life. They hated us. And you could see the hatred on their faces. So we certainly need to pray for these people. Pray that some will see the light. They obviously have issues and probably had some pretty weird things going on in their own lives. So the contrast is, as I say, great. We were praying for these people as they were trying to attack us and shout us down. So please keep praying that not only the marches will keep going ahead every year and get bigger and better, but that some of these uh, very angry people will see the light, come to know the God of love and the God of life.
0: Well, it has become an annual tradition now, the March for the Babies, and there'll be another one next year. And uh, those listening to our conversation now, Bill, may be even making a plan at this point to say, well, you know, if 7,000 people can get out on the streets, Hmm? uh, maybe I could be one of those to add to the number next year. Bill Muhlenberg from Culture Watch. Uh, Check out Bill's site. Simply Google Bill Muhlenberg or Culture Watch and you'll find Bill's blog. Bill, great talking to you. Thanks so much for being with us again today on 2020. All right, thanks again.